As always, great plans are hatched in the Galway Bay after closing time. <laughs> Cubs tickets were going was, on. The, the, the Cubs tickets were going on sale, Priest, and uh, we decided, fuck Jay, let's go up and line up and get some tickets. Sure. And it was freezing as fuck, so we line up with other people. Fucking stand it's nor- normally like a massive line around Wrigley. But there wasn't, which was weird. There was, a, there was, there was 20, 30 people maybe. Yeah. So we, we, we joined this line, and the, the line wasn't going anywhere. Just a line of people just standing against Wrigley Field. So after a while, I said, you know what? And I was making friends with everybody. I said, fuck it, you guys are all going Cubs, whatever. I said, you know what make this even better? Some sandwiches and beer and a couple of stools. <laughs> so we, we get into the cab, we head to the Galway Bay. We open it back up at 4.30 in the morning. We proceed to fill the cab with chairs, <laughs> booze, and 7-Eleven sandwiches. <laughs> so, oh, it was a bit, we were like fucking Robin Hood, man, giving to the people. To the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. And each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have another different topic we get into when it comes to the debauchery of drinking and whatnot. And this week is a special episode where the theme is the bar that represents the show, the unofficial sponsored bar of the Blackout Diaries. You've t- we've talked about it many times. Galway Bay. Galway Maybe Bay. Best th- damn bar in Chicago it where is. we best can usually Chicago, be found. Which means it's the best damn bar in the world. Um, right there in, in uh, Lakeview. Even uh, that's that's what I think. I would say that's what kind of helps it with it because there's obviously much better neighborhoods in Chicago than Lakeview and much more you know history rich and Christian. But 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 because it's a non Lakeview bar in Lakeview, <laughs> it's kind of adds to the charm of it. It's like when you see those uh, photos of uh, some like just surly old man who wouldn't sell his house to a development so like they have to build it around his house like that's what Galway (laughs) Bay is right they refuse to budge yeah Yeah. and this neighborhood we're gonna be a shithole we don't care (laughs) (laughs) and this neighborhood keeps on more money into it it's all high rises now it's ridiculous you know and uh, yeah they they do not budge and nor do they care there's nothing they can do you can tell it's like the frustration when when these people when they realize that there is nothing they can legally do to get these goddamn hooligans <laughs> like out of there. Now this is because this... now they own it, and right. they're in a has, the, the building's historically uh, uh, protected, so like they're, they're untouchable. They're protected everywhere. They're grandfathered in. Charlie Chaplin <laughs> used to live above them. I mean, like there's this thing that they don't have like a. They have some like they got like the liquor license like for a dollar somehow. It's just like there's just no there's no budging them, you know, and they're not going anywhere. Now this whole episode uh, might seem like a uh, an hour long. Either um, it's a commercial for it. But who knows if you're if you if you didn't know the place, you're like, well, this, they probably don't want you uh, talking bad about you know talking this <laughs> terrible. You know, no one's going to want to go there. But if you know them, this is the best kind of advertisement they could have. The, Brutally uh, honest commercial <laughs> that may or may not appeal. It, it's kind of like a Roger Ebert review. It, you're going to be able to know if you like it or not based on what we're about to say, even if it doesn't sound <laughs> right. like it's a compliment. Yes, and you're gonna, we're going to go through later on. We'll, I mean, we're going to hear from the owners, uh, Nolan and Jay, two famous one, Nolan from Ireland, Jay here from uh, up in uh, Michigan who live here. They're, they're the perfect uh, duo owners. They... F- you know they work off well each other. Nolan's the wild card. Jay's a sensible guy. Uh, mm-hmm. We have an interview with them. They tell a story on the Blackout Diaries. We'll get to that, but um, we'll tell our own personal stories from it. And also, but speaking of which, we'll have they get a lot of bad reviews. And it's always it's always basically about them personally, not them, but the whole entire staff. You know, and yeah. they love it. They post it on Facebook. They're very <laughs> proud of it. So th- that's what we say. Keep in mind, like they're 
they would love anything that comes out of there. But uh, it's but Galway Bay. I mean, it's it's grown. I think especially in Chicago, especially in Chicago comedy world, because it's down the street from Laugh Factory. So a lot of people go there now, and they're very friendly mm-hmm. to the comics, and they're very friendly if you know them. And then, uh, fr- I mean, friendly in their kind of way, and they're uh, <laughs> call you yeah. call you a cut and headbutt you kind of way. Um, but a lot of a lot of great moments here. You actually had your first date with your wife there. First date there. Um, there used to be an Italian restaurant across the street. Yes. And Jess made reservations for that. We go, we walk in, and she's like, yeah, hi, we have an 8 p.m. reservation. And she goes, uh, no, ma'am, you said 9 p.m. And Jess is, like, super embarrassed that she got the time wrong. And I'm like, this is fucking great. <laughs> like, you don't know this yet, but I am going to fuck up every time. Like, I don't know how long our relationship's going to last, but I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do a whirlwind of, of the of fuck ups like this. And like, so she was impressed by how calm I was. And, um, sure. So I was like, well, let's just go across. She's like, I've always wanted to go to this bar across the street. And I was amazed she hadn't been there yet. Cause just lived on that corner. But I think she was like afraid to walk down to Galway. Right. It's easy to walk by that. There's other several yeah. other bars that are much more attractive. But she's like, oh, I'm on a night. first date with Sean Flannery. I can mm-hmm. like I, I can more credibly walk into this Irish bar. Right. Let me lie and, and say I've always wanted to go into this place. <laughs> See if he likes that. And it was it was such a it was such a perfect Jess entrance because, you know, my wife is very waspy, you know, uh-huh. and uh, you know, has a more affluent background than me. And, and we walk in. And uh, she just goes, it, you know, Galway used to be pretty dead. You know, it was yeah, not absolutely. as busy as it is now. We walk in. It's not that busy. It's a Friday night. And Jess just goes to the bartender, uh, who's Nolan, who I later become great friends with. She goes, uh, hi, I'm on a first date. My uh, date's name is Sean Flannery. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we'd like to Genesis. He just looks at her and he goes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and he walks away. And she was like, can you believe this? I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of yeah. what they do. <laughs> you know, like, this is not- and, and you say, cancel reservations. We're here all night. <laughs> <laughs> they got a popcorn machine. I found my home. <laughs> yeah. She was like, should we order us someone else? I'm like, no, he's probably working on it. He'll show up in 10 minutes and we'll have our beers. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, Irish. And he's, he'll, especially when... Um, Irish people love when Americans tell them how Irish they are. Oh, yeah, Irish exactly. Well, well, that's why, like, if you're actually Irish-American, you right. know not to do that usually sure, because, sure. you know, they get so annoyed by it. But, yeah. That's that's amazing, though. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's an incredible place, and we became friends with the staff, and then, like, you get diff- different weird hours. I remember uh, we were there before a Bears game one time. We'll open it up. We were going back when you had the Beast, you know? The van yeah. that he painted the Chicago Bears band that me and you put in a. We got uh, that on NBC Sunday yeah. Night Football with we Brett did. Favre. Yeah, they used the... to have real quickly. They had a Ford Econoline van, like an '87 van. <laughs> um, and I had to drive it to a, uh, a shoot that CJ and I co-wrote yep. with um, the super fans and Brett Favre. Just and Robert this... Smigel. Yep. Background on that van. When this is how every time I've had to drive a buddy's car, this is how it always goes. He's like, uh, K- um, uh, Kaoki's showing at me, uh, showing me yeah. everything. And he's like, uh, or not Kaoki, uh, that was, um, uh, who kept that car? It was, um, well, anyways, um, it was okay. Um, the Turo? AC doesn't, what? It was, was a Turo, Turo? Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, uh, a Turo's like, okay, AC doesn't work, so you're going to want to keep this window down. That window over mm-hmm. there, that doesn't work, Okay. Make sure you fill it up regularly because the gas meter doesn't work. He's like, speedometer doesn't work either. <laughs> also, it stalls if you come to a complete stop. So, so try to you know time everything where you're always rolling. Okay, keep it moving. Yeah. And then what do they always end it with? Whenever they list all these ways you're gonna die, they always go. Other than that, it drives great. <laughs> She'll get you to the stadium and back. That's for sure. <laughs> I honestly, I was like, there's no way this fucking thing's gonna make it. But yeah. Uh, when, he so first, when he first got it, well, it doesn't matter. Well, I kind of want to talk about the yeah. beast now. Yeah. When he first, I remember when he first got it because he just bought some, you know, van off Craigslist down the south side somewhere, and it has yeah. paint. And the paint job's amazing. You know, Bears helmet. The, the paint thing, job is Bay. worth about ten times the street value of this vehicle. <laughs> it has like the Soldier Field airbrushed onto it, like like a mm-hmm. Bears, like almost Hall of Fame type, yeah. you know, a montage. 
And the idea was it was going to sit there and it was only going to go from the Galway Bay Bar to the stadium for tailgating and back and things like that. Two miles course, each way. Right. It should be you know, easy. No big deal. Thurl can keep it. He's responsible. He's going to drive it for us. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when they first got it, of course, they're taking it everywhere. You know, when they first like, what you got? You got a show? So they would load everyone up. Like, oh, God. And then, like, the, then that van, like, had to keep moving. And they would, like, just, they would, like, pull up in front of this club and just, like, toss me out. Like, all right, we're going we're gonna to find a spot, but we got to keep this moving. If we go here, it'll yeah, never it stop. Was like, it was like when the KGB disappears somebody. Like, you would see that <laughs> right. van pull up. You would just see Nolan push three people in it and it would just take off. Exactly. Like, what and the hell did I just witness? You know? It would come and devour you on the street and then spit yeah. you out somewhere else. It was just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um, but All right, but, no, but finish said, your story. Yeah. So you're there some morning. I was just going to say, we were going to, say, we were going to a Bears up. game. We're going to go finish there. Finish that and story, he, though. Yeah, yeah, and he opens up the bar. It's like 10 in the morning, but not a lot of, a lot of our best times at Galway Bay, We know, without getting anyone in trouble, was, was being in there before it was open to the public, you know? Oh, and yeah. It was me and TJ were going down there, and like we're just so it's so it's empty, but we're but we're all drinking, tailgating. We're people like people are smoking cigarettes inside of the place, you know, and like and he's got a place like, hey, no, give me a, a jacket, cook, like, well, fucking make it yourself, you know. You're putting them out by asking him yeah. to make a drink. Like we're not open, you make a drink, you know. <laughs> so you go there and you make the drink, and people are smoking, so, like pouring it, and then like TJ looked up, and was like he just had this moment of like you like it's epiphany, like what, like. This is amazing. It's like you have everything you need in the world right here. Like I can see why you would never wanted to move. Like this yeah. is all life is about. Like and, 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 like it was like a like this is a Disney moment, but for alcohol alcoholism. <laughs> 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 yeah, got everything you need, and uh, it's hope your you over the rainbow. Yeah, you're perfect. Right. Uh, you know, you're back home. Yeah, because you're not gonna get any, you're not gonna get anything else if you do this life. But yeah, it, it is what you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> but it did it did work out for that. But it is an amazing place, and uh, Nolan and Jay are two of the greatest guys we know, uh, good friends, and uh, just absolutely uh, hilarious people. And you'll you'll hear when we uh, get the interview. But first, without further ado, let's hear the recordings set from. Galway Bay owners Nolan and Jay. And tonight uh, we have the two owners of Galway Bay. Jason and Nolan, come on up here. Galway Bay recently voted the best dive bar in the city by Chicago Magazine. Here they are. Take a seat right there, fellas. Yeah, now just hold that mic uh, right up there. <laughs> so what have, uh, I, uh, this is the first time some of you, you guys have, uh, I, I think you've seen the show before. What have you thought of the story so far? Very good. Very yeah. Good. It's working. Yeah, it's working. It's working. Right, it's good. How the fuck are we making money if you guns are all here? <laughs> <laughs> or who's running it. Yeah. <laughs> that is not basketball. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like? Like, cause you know, I I come into your your pub all the time, and you guys are, are drinkers. Like, what's it like running a business as a drinker? Like, I, I'd imagine you have different obstacles that other businesses don't have. Like him hiring people uh, at night and not remembering the next day. <laughs> I believe your wife told me to hire. Her. She did. She did. That that happened. Well, uh, that's got to be an odd. Uh, I'm here to work, and uh, I don't remember you. Kind of. It was my uh, yeah. We call him Nice Hair. Nice. My wife wanted him to be hired because he had nice hair. <laughs> we were supposed to go uh, and watch the Bears game down at the bar, and this guy just knocked on the window and said he was here. You didn't remember what he was there for. I kind of did, but. Oh, I kind of remembered. It's just I didn't think a fucker would show. Because <laughs> he, he came late. Yeah, so we're both, no, he didn't come late. This is the thing. I told him he came fucking late. Whatever. What happened was, I was drunk one Saturday night. I was fucked out of my face. I was pretty, pretty tipsy. And then Jason's wife comes down and gets me. Like, Nolan, you gotta meet this guy. You gotta fucking hire him. Curse, nice lady. So she comes and gets me, and I go up and meet him. I'm like, fucking hammered. I'm trying to be all fucking sweet. Like, oh yeah. And I look and fuck, you have nice hair. But he fucking did, really. So I said, oh, all right. And she said, oh, you got hair. He's a great guy. And I'm like, all right. When can you start? Start anytime. Well, tomorrow morning for Bears Gib. All right, done. Fucking always good. I go to bed, wake up, go down there waiting for the fucking Bears again. And Don's in me, like, fuck, hey, your wife told me the hair guy last night. <laughs> Who? Nice hair. Who the fuck is that? I don't fucking know, you had nice hair. So we think, oh, he's not gonna fucking show. 
So we were sitting on the couch, which faces a side door and window. But he buzzed up the night before. So I look and we're sitting talking next to him. I go, oh fuck, he's he's looking through the window like this. And I, I do this. Doesn't, doesn't see. We both do this. We both get turned right. Maybe he won't see us. He goes, you gotta go say something. You gotta go. You can't let him sit out there. So I go, fuck. And he goes around. I see him going around to the front doors, which we were basement bars and stairs. So I walk around the front, and he's coming down like a spring lamb, <laughs> skipping down the fucking stairs. And I don't know what I'm gonna say to him. I have nothing to say. So I immediately open the door, and my buzzed up state, and goes, "You're fucking late, asshole." And he's like, "What?" I said, "You told me noon." I goes, "I said the fucking Bears game starts at noon. You're supposed to be here at 11. Set up." <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy is actually working and sweeping. <laughs> so, so he's got no job anyway. So he goes, "No, you didn't." He goes, "No, fuck you. You're fired." So he stands, the, 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 went from a big smile to, he looks at me and goes, well, what should I do? He goes, well, grab a fucking beer and sit down once. <laughs> he, he, then, he then proceeds to, every time his drink ran out, tell this kid, go get me another drink. The guy's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't, I, I don't work for you. He goes, uh, you have a job here, we're just fucking around with you. The guy, the guy would bring, bring two more drinks and set them down. I go, hey, Noli, you remember that guy was late, right? He goes, oh yeah, no, you're fired for sure. <laughs> The poor kid was tortured for like six hours. So after about an hour this year, we're sitting on the couch and he had a nice hair standing at the fucking bar. And the TV beside us suddenly goes out and I was like, anybody here would see the TV was half black on the bottom, you can only see the bottom. I goes, we're gonna get a fucking TV. And she goes, I'm not going nowhere. Goes, I'll fucking get it. I'll go to Best Buy, I'll get a fucking TV. No problem. And she goes, nah, hold on. So he looks at fucking nice hair and what do you tell him? I, was, I just said, you know, you go down to Best Buy. You, you've got a job here for sure. You're, you're definitely working here. You're definitely working. You go down to Best Buy, collect a TV, just put it on your card, bring it back down, I'll write you a check collect for it. Collect a TV. And this, this kid has been fired nine times. And he's just like, mm, I don't think I want to do that. He was contemplating this. So anyway... He wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't actually use his credit card, so I said, well, fuck you, we'll go get it. You're coming with me and you're carrying it. He's like, I'm not fucking going with this. Do you want a job or not? <laughs> Kiyoki, when a guy works with Kiyoki, who was doing the day shift, by the way, his, his day shift, got in his car, went to a Best Buy, picked up a TV. I got a couple of discounts up there, uh, being drunk. And uh, I get him the trolley, because I put in the trolley, he goes, hey, nice, sir. We let the fucking car and put it in there. So he does it and gets in. And that's what fucking happened to the nicer. That's the uh, legend of nicer. I don't know what happened after that. He came in like two weeks ago. Oh, fuck. Bill got mad at him because he tried to serve a drink. <laughs> he still works here. Yeah. He wants to check in on his 401k or something like that. Yeah. Now, what, uh, tell me, because you guys were telling, you guys, you have a long history. You know, you recently were voted Best Dive, one of the best dives by Chicago Magazine, very celebrated bar. Tell me a little bit about your first TV appearance. Because you guys, you guys were on TV before you started getting like this acclaimed press. Yeah. In, in a sort of almost unofficial capacity. Un very unofficial. <laughs> yeah, it was a... I don't know how long ago was it? About eight, nine? Something yeah. like that. Something nine years ago. And as always, great plans are hatched in the Galway Bay after closing time. <laughs> and we decided about... <laughs> Cubs tickets were it was, going on. The, the, the Cubs tickets were going on sale pre-season, well, fucking pre-season, whatever. And uh, we decided, fuck Jay, let's go up and line up and get some tickets. Sure. Yeah, all, all great drunk plans start with less now. Go to four bed. Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know? Four o'clock in the morning, so that was the best idea. So we headed up to Wrigley Field to line up with the other people. So we did. And it was freezing as fuck. So we line up with the other people. Fucking stand it's nor around. normally like a massive line around Wrigley. But there wasn't, which was weird. There was a f there's, there's 20, 30 people maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember, but... So we, we, we joined this line, and the, the line wasn't going anywhere. It was just a line of people just standing against Wrigley Field. So after a while, I said, you know what? And I was making friends with everybody. I said, fuck it, you guys are all go Cubs, whatever. I said, you know what make this even better? Some sandwiches and beer and a couple of stools. <laughs> so we, we get into the cab, we head to the Galway Bay, we open it back up at 4.30 in the morning. We proceed to fill the cab with chairs, <laughs> booze, and 7-Eleven sandwiches. <laughs> so, oh, it was a bit, we were like fucking Robin Hood, man, giving you the people. So, we fucking go back up, I, I'm telling you, I, I, it was like a ch me and him and another guy we don't know, 
Hand and chairs out, dude. Set them down. People were like, oh, you guys are awesome. Hand, big bag of beers what and the, whiskey. What the hell we were planning on doing when we had to go into the field to get the... I have no idea. We weren't thinking of... the stool. <laughs> Just leave those there. So we give them all out. Beers and whiskey. Fucking shots flying. This is a great party, man. And it was like fucking... Jesus, it must be... 10 degrees. I was fucking freezing yeah. balls off. So I was sitting there freezing, thinking it was great. And after a while... Kind of fucking start dawning. He's like, fuck, there's not many people here. It's usually packed. So you can tell the rest there. Yeah, the guy's fucking over, remember? <laughs> he, he starts talking about how he wants tickets to the Cardinals game, to the Mets game, this, that, and the other. And the guy next to us turns to him and he's like, what, what are you talking about? These are for season tickets. This is the one for season tickets. <laughs> season tickets go on sale a week before regular season tickets yeah. go on sale. So, of course, it's that, you know, we've been living like kings for the last five minutes. All right, guys, up, up, back in the stools. So, I just, yeah, so I major, like, major fail, major disappointment. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, fuck, really? Fuck you, assholes. Give him back my fucking beer and my fucking stools. So, we hailed the captain and loaded it all back in down to the bay. Fast, fast forward a week. Now we have confirmed that regular tickets are going on sale. <laughs> We have again worked that night. We have again been drinking that night. And we say, now we're going to go get our, our tickets. We don't wait. We just load a backpack full of beers. We bring sandwiches. We're ready for it. Of course, the line is wrapped around Wrigley. So we get in line, and uh, you know you got to get the bracelet so that you can get your lottery drawn, buy your tickets, this, that, and the other. Well, the news crews start showing up. There's a massive crowd, GN, you know, all the... Woman gets out of the WGN van and uh, she's getting her shit together and she starts walking over and, and he just lifts his arms up and he's like, Ireland loves the Cubs. <laughs> Remember, we're, we're, we're drunk. Yeah, no, we're in line. There's kind of, so she's walking towards us and she stops and she looks at him and says, uh, do, you, do you really talk like that? Like, that and of course he's like, oh, what the fuck? Of course I fucking talk like that. And she's like, okay, okay, I'll meet you. So we get the bracelet anyhow, and uh, it's freezing cold again, and we're standing there, and I got to piss like a racehorse. So I was like, all right, I'm going down an alley. I walk down an alley, uh, take a piss, and I start coming back. And as I'm coming up, I can see like 15, 20 yards over there, he's talking to this reporter. And she's like, just kind of doing one of this. And he's talking away. So I get up, and I stand right next to him. They're all standing, and I just come up, and I look at her, and I'm like, uh, how you doing? And she looks at him and goes, well, that is an amazing story. <laughs> and then she turns back and looks at me and goes, so you met this guy on a Cubs chat line and you invited him to come stay with you for the summer to watch? <laughs> and I go, yes, I did. <laughs> She's like, we got to get this on camera. And that was your first official media appearance. They got it on, they got it on camera. They don't. They couldn't give two shits about me. They're like, show us the bracelet, American. Great. There's the bracelet. All right, Irish guy. What do you think of the weather here? How's your trip? Yeah, this, that, the other. Uh, friends, all that. So uh, they're like, all right, great guys. Thanks for the interview. And uh, off they go. So I, I know we're gonna have a lot of questions for you guys. So let's just do uh, one more story before we open it up for Q and A because we have another show that's gonna be starting up. Uh, I was told by Adam Burke to ask you, Jason, about, he just said the word Canada that I'm supposed to ask you about. Do you know what he might be referring to? Uh, yeah, there used to be a, a, a Canadian guy that would play music in the bar. His name was Sean Barry. And uh, they, used to, they were roommates for a period of time. And uh, years ago, his hometown was in the All-Ireland. Yeah, Carney Tyrone. And the day started downtown at Fado, and, and they ended up winning, and it was the first time they'd ever won it or something. And it was right at the time when those Hulk smash fists were out, and, and someone had the brilliant idea to paint those, the colors of County Tyrone, which he then proceeded to punch yes. everyone within five feet for the rest of the day. What happened was, it was a, we were at Fado, was at Ireland, uh, County Tyrone were in the first All Ireland final, and they fucking. Half the, half the time the Cubs ever won, so it's like 50 years, 54 years, something. So anyway, we fuck, they win, we go drinking. And when I say drinking... All, all, all the I'm not, I'm not talking about you weekend warriors that go out and you drink three days in a row, and you're like, holy fuck, dude. Jeez, we've had a fucking long binge. That's not a fucking binge, guys. So I decided to show the whole fucking world, mainly myself and everybody around me, that, oh, I'm just gonna drink for two weeks solid. So uh, I proceeded to do that. So I had this, uh, my roommate, a Canadian guy, Sean, very gullible fella, nice fella. So we go drinking, and he's not up for this, so we go drinking on a lot. So a few days fucking later, a few days, a lot of days later, I wake up, or 
wake up with a fucking, uh, look, go into the sink and I'm fucking spitting in the thing. To, you know, look up in the mirror and I see my fucking blood and shit in here on the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I look on this. I got a tattoo. I got a tattoo of the Tyrone jersey on my fucking arm. So I go down and lie, I go down to the bed and I check my little shitty phone and I'm looking at it and I'm like, fuck me, man. This, uh, this is, we, we were roommates, but we just went left and I'd been sent another place. I'm like, fuck me, this man needs to get a hold of me. So I answer like, what the fuck happened? They go, I have a fucking tattoo. <laughs> and it all flooded back to me like a slap on the face with knowledge. What happened was, and I remember, because I wasn't as drunk, he was way drunker than me. We went to tattoo I got the way hell out of Dodge when I saw this uh, yeah. guy. Oh, no. tell him I the, don't have a tattoo on my arm. Uh, tell him what happened. Uh, in the cab. He gets, we get in the cab, to, and he's saying, uh, I want to talk. Do you know of a good tattoo place? The guy goes, I don't really, but I'll look while I'm driving. He goes, he's hammered. What the fuck? What do you mean, look? Why? Well, I can look while I'm sitting here. What are you doing? I didn't ask you if you could look. I asked you if you The guy kicks us out. I'm trying to talk us back in, and I, finally the guy goes, all right, finally you can get back in. Hey, no, we can get back in. I turn, he's 10 yards up the road. He turned around and goes, fuck you. <laughs> like, That's what I'm talking about. Get out of my head. So anyway, we go into this tattoo place, and we're fucked. Nobody should have gotten tattoos, man. You should have given it a 15-year-old kid before you gave me. That was fucked, and so was Sean. But Sean wanted this little tattoo. This tiny fuck, I don't know what the fuck it was anyway, like a fucking summer or something. And he goes in there, he goes to the far seat and I get into one, the guy said it was $160 each. Alright, yeah, whatever. So Sean's there and he's uncomfortable here and the guy said, looks over to I go, hey, I can't tattoo this guy, he's fucked. And I said, just, he wants to see him as me. He goes, nah, he's trying to explain like a summer song. He goes, nah, he wants to see him as me. That's why we came here. He wants to, our team won today. And the guy goes, I'm not tattooing him. I goes, I'll give you double, 320. He goes, alright, but you're not coming back here every day. <laughs> So he got the fucking same tattoo. As me. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so he is now in Canada. Never coming back. <laughs> oh, you don't ever come back. No. But I'll tell you something. You can back me up on this. I just literally yesterday on Facebook emailed him and asked how he think I need a son. And I said, "How's your son? What's his name?" He called him Nolan after everything. <laughs> Fucking Nolan. Let's hear for Nolan and Jason, everyone. And we're back here in the Blackout Diaries podcast. That was the great. Is this a real thing? Is this going on, right going on right now? It is real. Is this real? Yes. Of the Galway oh, Bay. This is it. This is what's to happening right now. This is not a Coco episode. <laughs> I actually this got a cocoa fucking notification, you fucking <laughs> gypsy bastard. I'm going to suck my own balls. Okay, what's going on? Just get us over with. That is, that is businessman Nolan Rafferty of the Galway Bay, and uh, he is owner and proprietor of the greatest Galway Bay, the, the unofficial We're, bar of the Blackout Diaries podcast. Fuck. And we also have Jay, the two, the dynamic duo <laughs> of Chicago, uh, of the hello. best bar in Chicago. Hello. hello. Yes, welcome, Jay. I think Nolan, I think we lost Nolan. <laughs> That's fine. He'll come back. I think, uh, yeah. uh, we, we, <laughs> he didn't lose me. It fucking <laughs> fell off. The windows. I'm drinking a box of wine. Hey, you know what? Yeah. When, I, when I first discovered a box of wine, it's probably like a, a eureka moment. Okay. I'm like, no, because if you buy four bottles of wine, you have to carry four bottles of wine. Just get a box that's in a bag. If I ever get a Colossity bag, I want it to be a wine <laughs> one. Uh-huh. A wine one. Yeah. A wine one. You know, you know. That, I sounds, just that sounds like Shark Tank. Shark Tank waiting to happen. Like, hey, Mark Cuban, you listening? <laughs> yeah, now, Nolan, you you right now live above uh, the bar Cody's. And when I went to you, why, why are you asking me that in a weird way? Because when I stayed with you, you that was back when you lived down in the basement, and the, the room was actually attached to the bar or the proof of where the, where the containers are. And you would take boxes of wine because the boxes of wine would remind me of it. Yeah, I did. I just go through, there's like a hole in the bathroom. It's like the <laughs> Narnia of alcoholics or alcoholics or whatever. You go through there, actually, you're in a bar, you would just take boxes of wine, and you would literally write IOUs. And they, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay, Nola took so, some bo- box of wine. And you pay him back. That's fine. They uh, even had, they, well, they, they, the I'll, I'll send you a screen grab. I sent Sam as well. Dude, how much do I owe you? <laughs> and I wasn't talking about money. I was talking about yeah. let me Because I got an order from Tony to repay your. So 
Sorry, Jay. I repaid them six boxes of wine. You're doing- I'm already aware. <laughs> so you do like an alcoholic Ponzi scheme where you, you're you getting inventory for your bar. A Bernie you Madoff of box bar. wine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> paying off hey, drinking hey, drink debts. Do you, you know what I figured out? Yeah. The, the biggest genius move I ever did in my life. I was sitting here one day, and uh, you ever get when you're drunk or like fucking... Uh, Anyway, I figured out, like, I didn't want to go outside and go to the store because I didn't want to see people. So what I'm saying is I figured out there's an Uber package. It's called Uber Package. Okay. So I, instead of leaving the house all weirded out and, you know, trying to go to the Jewels or Walgreens to get liquor to taper, taper. Uh, I do Uber Package to go away bay. And then Bill puts a box of wine in the fucking in the, in the taxi, and it cost me seven dollars. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> you figured out the shipping problem in America. I fucking I jerked it. I figured that motherfucker out. I'm yeah, winning. That's that's Im- immigrant ingenuity. That's great. I was oh, going to say with that IOU at the bar, they did, that bar recently had a meeting, an all hands deck on meeting about giving away too many free drinks to friends. And someone brought up, "What about Nolan?" And they go, "Oh no, he's his own ledger. We've already we've already budgeted him in. He's that was like, we have a we have an entire LLC for Nolan. That's uh, not <laughs> that's not worried about. That's actually true. You were you were there. They go, yeah. they go, what what about Nolan? And Kristen said, eh, "Don't worry about him. <laughs> Sorry, he's not a, he's thinking. not what this meeting's about." Anyway, so Jay, you own the bar with Nolan. We just got our fans just got a, a taste of what you got there. How is it? How did you meet him? And how did you guys? How did, how's it oh, doing yeah. business with this guy? Uh, well, we decided this is going to be good. a while. We, we decided a while ago that in order for the bar to stay open, only one of us was allowed <laughs> to drink at a time. So okay, uh, drink at a time. Yeah, so that's what we're seeing here. Uh, I wandered, wandered even for even for interviews you guys, you guys are like those all bomber yeah. pilots where they have to sleep in shifts or something like that, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's my nap time right now. All right. I wandered wandered down into that basement hole twenty three years ago. Yes. And that's it. Who was, was who owned that place? Never then? left. Who, who was the owner then? Kieran There's Fahey. some pretty legendary Kieran stories Farr. about no, him, no. right? Kieran Fahey. Fahey. Yeah. I'm oh, puts, puts uh, us to shame. Tell the he listeners how you would sometimes shame. find him uh, when when you had to open up the bar. Is there it will be when we air it. It's not live. We're gonna. It, it'll be aired next week. Ah, fuck this! I'm out Legi- here. We have legions of people listening. Not live. It's not like Coco. This is going to be later on. They're going to hear this. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. So, talk about Kieran when you first how you how you're introduced to him. He's an Irish fellow, right, Kieran? He's from he's from uh, Galway. Yeah. Yeah, from Galway. All so. right, Jake. You can take it away, buddy. It wouldn't be unusual to find him asleep on a cooler in the middle of the bar <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't be rare <laughs> with with or without customers in the bar that didn't seem to matter too much uh-huh. jay jay can, yeah. I, can i interject here oh of Do course you, uh, no uh, i'm only asking because you're the one there the time he uh the time he broke the glass he's bleeding all over the bar well, you were there i wasn't there I love this. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, I was there. Yeah. Okay. I came, That's what I, 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 I came in. Uh, one customer sitting at the bar, and <laughs> I walk. I walk in. He's passed out on the coolers. Uh-huh. The entire floor is covered in broken glass. All the pint glasses <laughs> are broken. So I'm trying to kick him in the leg to wake him up. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, get up, get up. He kind of stirs too, and I'm pointing at the glass. And what, what is all this? And he starts screaming at me. That's yeah. what I'd fucking like to know. I'd like to know. We're arguing back and forth. And- That's a great question. Who is? Why am I bleeding? Why is there glass everywhere? Well, he tried to claim that he came in. He opened the bar and it was like this. And I had yeah. closed the night before. <laughs> the, the, this, poor, this poor customer holds his, holds his hand up and says, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, and then starts talking to me as though I'm the authority figure right. and says, uh, uh, this gentleman um, stumbled over and knocked all these pint glasses over, <laughs> broke them all, and then lied down on the cooler and fell asleep. 
<laughs> on the cooler, like literally on the cooler. Right. Uh, stretched out on the cooler. And uh, yeah, Kieran took a good long pause, <laughs> stared over at him, and then just unleashed, <laughs> unleashed. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Screaming. I finally, yeah, I finally timed I him out. Him out. I kicked the owner of the bar out. He's gone. <laughs> and I I look over, and I hadn't seen this the entire time. There is a table of people on the other side of the room sitting around a full pitcher of beer. Full pitcher of beer. Right. Untouched. And when I get Kieran out of the bar, uh, one of them comes up with uh, four empty pint glasses and says excuse me can i swap these out uh when that guy broke all the glasses he cut himself and then served us our our pitcher their pint glasses their pint glasses were covered in blood and these people these people were too afraid to ask him for anything right. so they sat there yeah. and stared at their picture until someone else arrived at that's hilarious boy am i glad to see you anyway yeah. it was either yeah. bloody a bloody glass that wasn't broken or those right. shards. I love them all thinking, like they had yeah, to be like, uh, that was "What do you choice. hire uh, disasters like that?" And you got to be like, "Well, that's the owner." <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <Here's> exactly. <laughs> We'd fire him if we could, but uh, he well, he's, our, he's our boss. <laughs> here's the thing, and I'll tell you, and Jason will agree with me. Me and Jason took care of him like fucking like our dad. Like I mean, without us, he was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jay, really, we took care right. of him like oh. Yeah, for I sure, had, for sure. Yeah. And I'll now we're this, trying to take, and now we're trying to fill his shoes. Yeah, now you now you've become your father. He called yeah. me. He called me one day. Remember this, Jay? He called me one day and he's like, <laughs> "I need you to go to the store for me." He's why? So he's making tea and he boiled the kettle and he poured it around his foot. I, I went over there. Remember that, Jay? Yeah. And I go, so anyway, I had to go over and I bought a what do you call that? Stickin' Dropped down my balls, stuff in the foot that burns. And then uh, I went over to his house and I rubbed it on his feet like as they burn right on top of his foot. And as soon as I rubbed it on there, well, like the Ben Gay or something. What? Well, like Ben Gay, <laughs> like an ointment, Min- mineralized, yeah. like an ointment. But as oh, soon as okay. I put it on, he goes, he can't, he couldn't reach down there because of a little gut. Yeah. So he's like, hey, put it on my foot. But when I put it on, <laughs> oh. the skin just left. He just decided to leave his foot. <laughs> nah, that's, that's my that's story. That's amazing. So anyway, so you guys bought the bar off him. He shifted off back oh, to ma- back to Galway. Here he goes. I'm moving. I'm but you guys like, along a little bit. What I love about <laughs> you Galway, guys, guys, the bar is still like that in that it's just like a weird cast of characters. Like all your employees are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, one of it- them. One of our employees recently gave his one-year notice because he's going to go work for. He wants. He's going to go work at the zoo. A one-year notice. I like that. One-year notice. One year hold notice. hold me to this, will you? Yeah. For the zoo. Yeah. Well, you're amazing because you're located. You're down there on 500 West University in the in the area around you. It's kind of like it's Lakeview. It's kind of Wrigleyville. So it's a lot of douchebag bars around you. And then you're in the middle, this bastard child in the middle of it that people don't like too, especially because the neighborhood's even getting nicer. And you guys just stand out. And and I and I love it that no one can move you because you guys are you guys are not only just grandfathered in. That building itself is like historic. <laughs> we own that bitch. I was I, I forget which bartender it was, but the last time I was at Galway for New Year's Eve, um, you forget the, well, every bartender. You fucking drunk the, uh, You guys threw your own bartender out of the bar. You you know uh, on shift. Mm-hmm. I mean that would not that would not be unusual, right? That's not to say that that hasn't happened many times. No, I don't remember. No, I'm j- I was Go wondering ahead. how often does that happen where you guys got to be like, uh, buddy, you know, why don't you just clock out or something like that? <laughs> often. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jason said it to me. I had times. years ago. I had I've been fired uh, multiple times mm-hmm. myself during a shift. So we like to keep that content, that tradition going. Yeah, I like when you guys you, you guys will hire and fire someone during the same day, multiple times. 
yeah, there is no there is no HR there at Galway Bay, obviously. Um, there, yeah, are, there, is. Yeah, there, there are there are famously bad reviews that you guys lean into and post on like uh, <laughs> that you post online. <laughs> there is a there is a newer one um, that I've seen for the Gone. for the bar for the bar next door. Mm. I won't mention the name, but they got a, a terrible review. The bouncers were off. The bouncers were awful. The bartenders were terrible. The food sucked. Go anywhere yeah. else. Even next door at Galway Bay would be better. <laughs> wow, now that's an insult. <laughs> that, I want to buy that person a drink. I love the uh, last bad review that you posted, uh, Nolan, where the lady orders a Manhattan and the bartender goes, ma'am, we're not a bar of that class. <laughs> it's just like, it's that's such a great response <laughs> right. for yeah. ordering a drink. <laughs> not even that fancy yeah. drink. It's just a biscuit reverse. <laughs> I love the story when someone asked you for the wine list and then Nolan wrote down red and white on a napkin and slid it over to him. I did. I read what you know. Hey, you know what Karen said to me, the old owner? Uh, You know what he said to me when I done that? I told him that story. He laughed. So when I said, I goes, I give this woman like red and white. He started laughing and he was, ha ha. And they stopped and looked at me and goes, we have rosé. He's like, we have rosé. Yeah, he got upset. Like, legit angry. Why am I up close to this phone? Whatever. Oh, there's your order a martini or something. We don't make, we don't fucking make martinis either. You have martini and you have martini glasses, you know, on the rack up top because you have martini glasses right there. You go, yeah, we got a typewriter back there too. We don't see me fucking do skits. It's ever decoration. I said, I got typewriter if you just see me fucking writing any letters. Um, One of my favorite stories is how you got some of the decor that uh, is along your bar. Like, I think it was, um, I can't remember which of you. All right. Which of you was at a drunk auction when you bought a giant painting and had to text the other? I like that story as well. Right. Oh no! I'll tell you the story. Before Jay <laughs> can can we have guesses? Can we have <laughs> guesses? Stop, stop, stop it, Jay! Stop you it. guys each guess. Now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I gotta tell you this story because he fucked up too. He fucked up. Actually, he fucked up with you. Look how happy he is. I know where this is oh, going. So this is a Ray right. Jay you know fuck going, up here. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. Oh yeah. The funny thing is, yes, it's a rare Jay fuck up because Jay doesn't fuck up. He's smart motherfucker, dude. I'm an idiot. But uh, let me tell you what happened. I was down in a fucking uh, what was it? No, no, no. What? You were in Ireland. No, 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 no. Comedy. I'm talking about when I fucked up and I bought the patent. So I bought this patent in the Blackhawks charity gig, and I bought this patent. And it's a thousand dollars. I'm like, Jay, I texted him. And I felt so bad. Like, yeah, I fucked up. I put it in the bank card. Long story short, I was in Ireland after that big shitty dinner. And I was sit and Adam Burke texted me. And I'm in bed in Ireland. And he's like, hey. And I paid him five. I tell you who was there. Adam Burke, Mr. T's daughter. And I forget the rest, but <laughs> but J- Jason calls me like uh, Adam Burke calls me and he said uh, he says, "Are you sure this money?" He goes, "No, it's five hundred dollars for everybody." Yeah. But he goes, five hundred dollars for everybody." <laughs> so she got paid. They all got paid like five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, like the highest paying comedy show of- in like yeah. Chicago alternative comedy history. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, "What you're paying?" Opening acts were paid five hundred dollars for five minutes. CJ. <laughs> no, wow. So the funny part is, I was like, I was trying. Jay was very drunk. It's all right, but he was like, "God, no, no, no. That's that's what you said." And I was like, "That's not what I said. That's twenty five hundred dollars, buddy. I'm in bed." And I was like, "No, that's that's not ex- that's." I said five hundred anyway. I've never seen so many people hesitantly take a check. <laughs> yeah, I actually got called in Ireland going, Adam Burke, you can ask him. Go, really? It's $500 each? Because no. But, but you know what I said? 
I said, to, I said, go ahead and take it anyway, <laughs> because he's fucked. <laughs> we should let's get back to the Jay's painting. Give me five hundred bucks ticket, bitch. Yeah, what, what did the painting have to do with that? Where, where did that come? I think in? it just reminded Nolan of that. But yeah, go oh, with the painting. So, All right. Oh, so this I painting, this painting is so, something like seven feet by five feet. <laughs> so Jason was like, like, "I bought it in the Galway Bay credit card, okay. the, the bar credit card," and Jay was kind of miffed and pissed off. But when he done that. And paid all them people. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> I, uh, my I was going, yeah, look at this motherfucker dishing out loads of money. My favorite part of the my favorite part of the painting story is once the painting was delivered. Uh, <laughs> his his excuse was, I was so far in the back of the room, I couldn't tell how big it was. <laughs> You'd have to be in the next city. Not see this <laughs> Didn't you put it in? Was it your goal to put it in the yeah, women's restroom? Because this was almost a life size recreation you, of the series. You guys tower. thought it would. F- no. Go ahead. Hey, I'll tell you what. Sorry, Sean, but I'll tell you before I go here. Uh, we put it, we put it, we covered up holes in the wall. All right, well, let, uh, let's do this. Is there one, other than those two stories, is there one last story you want to tell before? Jason, uh, listen, can I tell this, this story and then I'm done? Whatever you want to do. No, hey, Jay, do you remember, uh, what, do you, what do you call that cop? I want you both to tell together, actually. Would you say the cop, uh, remember who now? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Jay. Which one? The cop. He, remember he brought in the, the register? He, he's on lights. Rich, Richie. Is it Richie? Richie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie. So let me tell this story. I was working one Thursday night, and uh, my registers all—you're talking about the register all broken up. Yes, all fucked up. Though uh, long, long story short, Richie, the Chicago police officer, came in and he had a box on him, and he, he got his new register, and he put it on. And I took a baseball bat and I fucking hammered it on this <laughs> fucking. And he, got, he was actually actually angry. He goes, "Wow." That's some <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> I brought you a goddamn register, and you. So I hit it with a baseball bat, and then all. Did you ever see that little thing? What do you call that? Like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. So you you smash. He gave you a new register, and you smashed a that. Brand new protect, register, and he you're pulled it out. Your old one. Do you know what the funny part is? Everybody <laughs> clapped. <laughs> they were clapping. But, oh yeah, this is about time you get register. And as soon as he set it up, he plugged it in. Yeah. And he set it up, and I took a baseball bat <laughs> and I took that fucking shit out of that cunt. <laughs> now I wasn't. And I it, wasn't it, there. Right. I came in the next day. That's true, though. Yeah. I came in the next day, and the and the register is destroyed. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is brand. So right. I call brand Nolan. New. I call yeah. him. Hey, what happened to the register? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I didn't touch it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I said, "I've already. I already talked to CJ earlier. I know what happened to the register." And he goes, "It was fucking broken anyway. I it was fucking broken." <laughs> what do you care if I smashed it up? <laughs> I don't think oh I said God. I cared. I just. <laughs> I just wanted. I was concerned about this. Yeah. Uh, Missing pieces. They did clap. Yeah, it was like a printer in office space. Or <laughs> yeah, oh, they, 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 they clapped. I was like, hell yeah! And then I just proceeded to beat the fuck. <laughs> he he was so fucking angry. He's like, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, 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 nice yeah gift. <laughs> Fuck him, fucking stupid ass cunt. Oh man! Wow! To the window. <laughs> Perfect way to end it. Nolan and Jay, thank you very much for joining us here. Galway Bay, five hundred west of Ursi. If you're in Chicago, Wait don't go. You're don't leaving? go there because no one, the hates, fuck, no one hates customers. What? Leave him alone. Now. So I'm going to be alone now. <laughs> I'm going to be alone. All right, we'll send a wellness check in there. We are doing fine. Yeah. Dial, dial up. I will uh, shit them motherfuckers, dude. Dial up Coco. Hey. Where? You know where I'm going? To the window. To the window. <laughs> Come on, Sean. How can you fall for that? <laughs> wow. 
And we're back at the Blackout Diaries. Sean Bear Flannery and CJ Sullivan. That was Nolan and Jay of Galway Bay who just left uh, us. It sure was. <laughs> the best part about that uh, interview when we texted him, I t- or Jay, actually, the responsible one, mm-hmm. when he texted, like, okay, what's going on with the interview today? And then uh, I'm like, all right, I'll just send this link to you. You know, go there. We'll do blah, 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 all this. Headphones, remember all this stuff. And then Nolan goes, what? What's this? <laughs> he had no clue that we were doing that interview, even though he's the one that confirmed. It. I'm like, just look up the thread here. You confirmed yeah. it. Like, I have no, no, no picture remembering that whatsoever. <laughs> so you could tell in there it was all new to him, but he he handled it great. They were amazing. He's amazing. You know, I remember one time I came home from Galway, and uh, it was like one of those things where, like, all your explanations somehow made it seem worse but like mm-hmm. just goes to use the car the next day and there's blood all over it i'm, I'm sure i told you the story <laughs> you're right and she's like what the hell happened i'm like oh yeah i forgot to tell you about that you know and there's like, <laughs> blood all over our bed and stop by the bay last night <laughs> yeah, stop by the bay last night and she's like what and she looks i have like this huge cut on my hand she's like what yeah. the hell are you and i'm like well what? i didn't do anything okay right. and nolan wanted to prove to Adam Burke mm-hmm. that the um they used to have like these uh their bar used to have like this kind of like ga- glass case that they would put stuff behind it like it was supposed to be for like antiques or cups or something he wanted yes. to prove that wasn't actually glass so he did that by punching it and I, I don't know why I believed him like Burke is like you right. need to stop and I'm like no he's right Adam like he's making his point and I just pick up one of these shards of glass and it just slices me and we're bleeding. The, the bar is not closed at this point in he's time making- too. so customers are there that, that's the thing people are like oh I can't imagine what happens here after hours the, the during hours shit he does is much he does shit more that's uh, much more dangerous and embarrassing during hours to I, scare I won't people be to go there away after right? hours to me it's like do you want to go feed the lion inside there like no absolutely not I am only here I'm gonna stay on the cage side of this right. zoo <laughs> But he likes to scare people off, like he, like uh, you know, it used to be legendary where he would when he get very drunk and he put his balls on the bar, and then there was this one yeah. scene where, like he would do it. And be, that comes up in some of the reviews that it happens there, you know, like it's just part, you know, it's just part of the tradition. Oh, they're out now, and like go ahead, and then then Sparks, his cousin, would be trying to light him with like a lighter. There's this one picture yeah. where it's like it's like almost like a Rembrandt painting. <laughs> but like a fucking drunken idiots, <laughs> like all going yeah. down the and line. And they'll put that up on like their yeah. Like when you click Google, when you click Google, like do you want to see photos of this bar? It'll be like the <laughs> owner with his right. testicles on the bar and his cousin trying to light them on fire. So there's no way to prepare anyone if you're bringing like a stranger or whatever like that doesn't know like 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 a first date that's amazing to you to me that you and Jess could go there but like to say okay now here's things you might see <laughs> you know if you're if you're if you're used to normal service you know it might hit you the wrong way just looking down some of these old one star Yelp reviews these aren't even some of the famous ones I'm just looking yeah. at a quick few ones like. Uh, I like to bone people that are shocked. I've been coming to this place for eight years. Last time I, last time I went, they ran out of soap in the men's room. Notified the bartender. This is where every review always turns bad. Notified the bartender. <laughs> yeah. Engaged staff. <laughs> yeah. Thought I'd help out. Notified the bartender who did not care. He said he wouldn't do anything about it. <laughs> That's what I love about it. They always I, go to one step further. What I also, yeah, they go one step further and, yeah. and, and before and after. Because the other thing that I love about that, there's no way. I love how they always act like they were a loyal customer when they, they were not a first. Because right. there's no way you've been to Galway Bay for no. eight years and you're surprised by any of that. If you if you were been, if you were there for eight years, you would know the men's bathroom didn't even have a sink until like two years <laughs> yeah. ago. They finally they. they, they, they had, they would, their sink was like the drummer for Spinal Tap. Like they would go through a sink. I, I think they had a standing order at at, mo, at Mortar to just have a new sink installed every right. Monday morning. And their sinks would get weirder and weirder. Do you remember the one day we walked? I think the hardest I've ever laughed is I'm meeting Nolan for like afternoon drinks. I can't remember why. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go use the restroom before we leave. And we were going to go to another bar. He's like, oh, good. You'll get to use the new sink. I walk in. 
it is a airplane 747 right. sink in a it, like I've yeah. never seen a sink like like an actual airplane sink in a bar. Right. Yeah. It's like almost like a Greyhound or whatever with, yeah. without the suction of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's that, a great uh, that, give me give me that, give me a couple of those. Yeah, oh, go let ahead. Let me see if I can get no 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 no. Let me see if I can get another one here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I visited a bar for the first time a couple of days ago. I really, I really wanted to like this place. I like these people. Like, this is Katie from Lincoln Park. So you already know. You can, you know, what the review is going to be right there. <laughs> However, the bar owner was drunk and harassing my group of friends. We were paying customers, yet he insisted on making an ass of himself. <laughs> Everything about our encounter with this man was inappropriate. <laughs> And lacking any type of professionalism, we would not be coming back. I love that. Everything about our encounter with this man was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A lot of it's just, everything is just about the staff. It's, it's just hilarious. They had one um, where recently that Nolan posted that was so funny where the lady said she had been going oh. there for years, that she's mm-hmm. friends with Jay and Nolan. And uh, she then goes, I went up and I ordered a Manhattan. The bartender goes, ma'am, we're not that class of a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And she just wanted like Maker's Mark or something, which is which I love. It's just whiskey. But what I love about that, because he's basically answering the right question is like, ma'am, can I make a Manhattan? Yes. (laughs) Do you understand where you are at right now? No. And that is the actual question that I'm addressing. (laughs) <laughs> Let me see if I can pull up one more. This is amazing. Um, well, I remember, like, I mean, these are the kind of things that will get you negative re- reviews. Remember when Nolan had that mini motorcycle? Yeah. And he and Sam Meckling, who used to bartend there, would ride that uh, mm-hmm. inside the bar. Yeah, and it would it was- just, like, you'd get exhausted. Like, you have no idea how quickly a bar fills up with exhaust when an engine <laughs> is running inside it. I mean, it felt like we were in like a coal mine or something like that. There's just black soot everywhere. <laughs> here's, here's, the, uh, here's the review you were talking about, there, by the way, real quick. Okay. This is the most ill-managed... <laughs> ill-managed... <laughs> Good example of an Irish bar gone bad, which I which I argue it's already flawed logic because you're saying it was good at one point. It didn't go. It could not have gone bad. <laughs> um, I used to know the original owner from the UK, which we found out during the interview. He's not from the UK, so I don't know who he's talking about here. He was a very nice man. See, no, he's not a nice man. <laughs> See, you you can tell this was a liar right there. <laughs> and my brother used to hang out with his henchmen, Nolan and Jason, routinely. <laughs> Here it is. So I went there a close opening and asked for a Maker's Mark Manhattan. Not only did a bartender inform me that we are not a bar of that status, (laughs) he called me an asshole. (laughs) He called me an asshole. That's so great. Rudy, you're an asshole. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) An asshole just for ordering it. I'm not even going to go into it. But it goes on and on from there. But it's just just (laughs) amazing. A lot of it's personal because sometimes they'll get kicked out, and you and you can get kicked out of there for no logical reason. They won't remember doing it, you know. There's rarely I mean, they've kicked out their own staff. Yeah, kicked their own staff. Help the own like no one's been kicked out by Bill Cruz, as we said. Like yeah. <laughs> they always kick out the staff. I mean, the staff is uh, the staff is always fucking uh, absolutely hilarious. They they're they're crazy, and they're like they're. And no one always says, I can't fire any of them because they have nowhere else to go. Like, like I'm responsible for their lives. Like, they don't yeah. die out. Yeah, he doesn't mean, like, they're not employable everywhere right. else. That's a given. I mean, once you <laughs> clock in at Galway, <laughs> there's no employable uh, skills anywhere else. He means, like, they, they won't find shelter, like, if he fires them. <laughs> right. Like, he's literally uh, responsible yeah. for their yeah. livelihood of just being able to go out there. I know. And there's been shelter in there. I've told them many story where I, I passed out one time on the couch where they just couldn't, let, couldn't wake me up, so they let me stay there. Then I woke up to an empty bar and started making drinks, and then he sees me on a security camera, so he comes down and starts making drinks with me. <laughs> like, whoa, you're starting a head start and comes out there. <laughs> um, but the after-hour thing, which was always funny to me, um, 
And it's still, still a great Irish bar. And like you said, it used to be dead, and then it got crowded, which he hates, you know. Yeah. He hates that there's people there. He hated, uh, you know, he hates he hates that people found out about it, you know, especially on the weekends. Um, I remember one time, uh, I'm trying to think of there was a couple of celebrities that went there, but this was this guy was one of the celebrities. But he played baseball for the uh, Washington Nationals, and uh, he was just a, whatever, he was just a guy, you know, on the road. They were playing the White Sox. Uh, Mid thirties or something like that, or young thirty, early thirties, whatever. And uh, he wanted to play darts. He was really into darts. And if you Google darts in Chicago, there's only a couple places that actually have all real darts. It doesn't have the electronic boards. It's actually yeah. kind of tough. To, it's kind of tough to find, you know. And of course, Nolan, being an Irishman, uh, is one of them. So he looked at the place. He calls you have darts. I go, oh yeah, come on down, play some darts, you know. And uh, we wind up uh, talking to him, whatever. And Nolan starts playing darts with him. And next, you know, he loved it. Loved the place, you know, because he loves Nolan. Yeah, I mean, Nolan's good at darts too. Yeah, yeah, he's great at darts, and you know, he's drinking. He's a great time. Everyone loves yeah. Nolan when you meet him. He's a hell of a time. And yeah, I'm just on the road, you know, by myself, wanted to play darts. Is it? So they start playing darts all night and drinking. Next, you know, we're hanging out. It's after hours. He can't believe it. Ah, don't worry, we'll keep playing, you know. So he's drinking, we're all drinking, smoking cigarettes in his face. This guy's a professional athlete. You know, they're in town playing the White Sox. He's like, he's like, we're keep going. He's like, can you be open? He's like, ah, don't worry, I'm on the bench anyway. You know, that's what he kept saying. He's yeah. like, I'm a reserve. You know, I'm not supposed to play tomorrow. And then, uh, so we're playing darts. Back up, Bryce Harper. Okay, <laughs> you know, like, do you know how often they need me? He's the greatest baseball player on the planet. Basically, that's what it was. And we're having all these stories. And uh, oh, the third base coach was with us too. Who was him too? He was hilarious, a silent assassin. He was like this old uh, Mexican guy. He brought his own darts, and he would drink. They, I guess the two of them would that's go great. town to town and just do darts. Yeah. He was great too. But he wound up leaving. But his players kept kept, kept playing. And it was like till six a.m. And he finally we finally. Like threw him in a cab, got him out of there. He gave us he gave us tickets for the game, the whole thing, you know, the next game, whatever. And That's then awesome. uh and then he got right. It was great. So it was fun. But then he gave us a he gave us while it was happening, it was like six AM. So the next morning started. You know, we're yeah. still at Callaway Bay full game of darts. Day. Yeah. Game it's game day. And he gets yeah. a text right before he leaves, right before he tosses him in the cab from Dusty Baker telling him he's starting. <laughs> he's managing the Nationals. Like, listen, I need you today. You're going to have to start, and you're batting leadoff. We're like, oh, God. He's like, what the That's fuck? That's got to be the scariest text. <laughs> you're right. Terrifying. I've all... Well, I was just gonna like I've come like the closest I can relate to is every now and again like I've been dying one out at work and Jess will be like I'm sick you got to pick up the kids from school <laughs> and like right, yeah. I don't drive so like but I'm like oh man even just walking there you know like yeah, yeah. I, got, like, yeah. I was not prepared for this boss yeah you're gonna have to lead off against Mark Burley tomorrow in about five hours <laughs> <laughs> so we were all like let's go bet on the fucking White Sox this guy, or bet against sure. this guy you know the whole thing yeah. and he actually wound up having a good hangover game like one of those weird like. <laughs> The silver things. I think it went like two for four or something. That happened to my buddies and I uh, once when we were visiting. I hadn't even moved to Chicago. I We were visiting mm-hmm. and we were at uh, La Bamba on Lincoln, which is yeah. like a, a 4 a.m. burrito so place. Late night burrito place. Burritos as big as your head, the sign says. Correct. And um, two ahead of us in line is a rip-roaring drunk Mark Grace. And oh, okay. The guys behind this is like you know three thirty in the morning. The guys behind the staff are, uh, are like they're like, "What do you want?" He goes, "You know what I want." And they just make him this huge burrito, and he's super <laughs> drunk. And we're like, "We're gonna we're gonna bet on." I can't right. remember who they were playing, and um, uh, Sosa hit three home runs the next game. Like uh, Gray scored four times. Yeah. Like it was like four for four. It was totally backfired. Yeah, uh, Grace Mark Grace is a professional Chicago drunk. We didn't know that. Yeah. You, you know, just being twenty-one year olds from Ohio. You he's know? basically yeah. like he's basically like Harry Carey was the player, like our Bill Murray. Yeah. You know, going out there, yeah. like, he's bounced. He's he hasn't paid for a drink his entire life in Chicago, <laughs> his adult life, just bouncing around. He's got he's got regular orders at La Bamba. You know, he can handle that and still go too. I guess no it, now that I'm older and like maybe I don't know if wiser is the right word. I realize you know what the people that do this do this all the time you know, yeah, like you don't just right. have a random 4 a.m night yeah, at it, it, didn't, it, it doesn't get away from them that night like they, <laughs> this is a routine that they have <laughs> let alone them being professional athletes that's also a leg up they have on us <laughs> oh man all right well that's gonna do it for today's blackout diaries the galway bay episode what's funny about this i mean we barely even scratch the surface of personal Galway oh, Bay. no stories, not but. at all 
This could be but, like a Ken Burns documentary, like a 10-hour <laughs> dive, if we wanted it to be, you know? <laughs> I feel like some of it has to be documented because, you know, I mean, you know, it we does. don't remember, you know what I mean? Just because... Uh, It'll be lost in the annals because we're not going to remember. They're not, they, they certainly aren't going to remember. They don't remember a fucking interview. They they agreed to. He a didn't week know and sent me a text. He goes, "Did we talk last week? I'm like we did a Zoom interview." <laughs> oh man, well that's amazing. Well, except for Fridays, the live blackout diary show at the Lincoln Lodge, Sean. Every Friday, what else do you have going on? Uh, well, my book, Places I Can't Return to, which you can buy at SeanBearFlannery.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, pretty soon I'll have some dates to announce on a tour around that. I'm going to be in, uh, yes. I think I already did announce, I'm going to be in uh, Cincinnati, September 7th. Um, but yeah, we're also adding some dates uh, in Michigan, Ohio, uh, Indiana. So um, I'll have more of those pretty soon. But yeah, check book out the book tour. if you haven't checked uh, checked well, it already. Well, David Sedaris book tour. I like it. Excuse yeah, it's more of a David Sedaris mixed with, um, well, I don't know, because I don't want to say anything like too self-aggrandizing, like Shane McGowan or something like that, but it's, I'll just yes. say it's loud, it's it's louder and, and wetter than uh, David Sedaris. Now that's what you should have on your poster right there, louder and wetter than <laughs> David Sedaris. <laughs> I think he would even agree, that's amazing. <laughs> what do you got oh, going man. on, CJ? Uh, I'll be in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys at uh, August 28th, I believe. Well, actually, who knows? What, by the time this runs, maybe I'll be in Edmonton. Uh, September 10th, that weekend, uh, Edmonton, uh, House of Comedy. Um, also, my bottom line bombs, subscribe to that as well. Leave, uh, when, after you leave a five-star review for us in the Blackout Diaries, Go seek out Bottom Line Bombs with C.J. Sullivan, wherever pods are. Told. And I have been noticing at our Blackout Diaries, uh, we're slowly creeping up on five-star reviews. So thank you for those of you who have done it. And um, oh, nice. if you haven't done it yet, nah, now you know you what know, you I, need to do. You know what kind of listeners I get sometimes with the other with the Bottom Line Bombs, man in the boxing sometimes, which which I'll get, we'll get here as well. Uh, they'll leave a great review and then leave one star. They, they don't, oh, they for real, they, you know, they, they, they transpose how it's right, supposed right, to work, right. yeah. <laughs> so it's hard. I'm like, you know, your heart's in the right place, but the algorithm only sees one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, that should just about do it. Like we said, leave us the five star review, five star review if you can, and tell fifty thousand of your friends. <laughs>